Time now for our fortnightly chats. Um, oh, first of all, just to say that, by the way, the um, coverage and reaction, coverage of and reaction to the sentencing in Christchurch today will continue on the panel later and on checkpoints as well. Time now for our fortnightly chats about your money with financial journalist and author Mary Holm. Yesterday, we asked for your questions for Mary on KiwiSaver and managed funds. We got a few of those, but we also had a few getting in touch on the breaking news about ANZ winding up the bonus bond scheme. Uh, so plenty to get through today. Hi there, Mary. Hi, Jesse. Uh, yeah, so where should we begin? Would you like a letter first, Mary, or would you like to make some introductory yeah, I comments? Think, I think a letter would be good. The bonus bond thing, I was astonished to read this morning that 1.3 million New Zealanders have got bonus bonds, so that's a quarter of all New Zealanders wow. are in there, which is, which is really amazing. I thought, well, I mean, there'd be more than that who own bank accounts, but I don't think there'd be that many who were in term deposits. I would say, you know, after bank accounts, it's the most common. Oh, well, now KiwiSaver. There are more than that in KiwiSaver, but, but nonetheless, it's a heck of a lot of people are in bonus yeah. bonds. Um, Mary, um, sorry, can I just yeah. jump in? Um, just want to check yeah. on your phone line. You're not on speakerphone, are you? Or um, no, just sounding, I'm a bit, not. sounding a little bit um, harder to hear than than normal. Oh, sorry. Um, um, maybe yeah, that's sounding a little bit better. I'm not sure if you've changed anything there. It was just a, a bit sort of loud and muffled. Um, I'm sort of just moved the moved the phone up a bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, we'll try um, our best. Um, some people might not have even heard of bonus bonds. Yeah, no, possibly not, and we could spend a whole session talking about them, and it's probably not a lot of point because they're, they're dying, they're <laughs> going out of existence. In a, in a nutshell, though. They, in a nutshell, they were money, you put your money, bought bonus bonds, put them into an account, a bit like a bank term deposit, but you got no interest, but instead you were in the draw to win a prize, and, you know, some people won quite big money, but most people won nothing most of the time, but every now and then you got lucky, and and won a big amount or, or a small amount, yeah. Um, but they've been regarded as not being a very good deal yeah. for years, you know, because <laughs> the fees have been too high on them, ridiculously high, actually, and they lowered them, I think about six months or so ago, they lowered them, but they were still really high. So they're not a very good deal for people, and I think ANZ, which runs bonus bonds, has possibly felt it's given them as much bad publicity as anything, and... And now that interest rates are down, the amount of money available for prizes in bonus bonds has gone down as well. Oh, because right. um, what the, what happens is they get everybody's money, but then they in turn go and invest it in interest-bearing securities. Yeah. And when they go down, the amount of money goes down for prizes, so the prizes have gone down. So what they said to people is you've got to decide... Um, you can redeem your bonds now. You can always be able to do that, get your money back at any time, or you can hang about for a year, probably about a year, and possibly get more money out of it. Actually, you've got an email from... Um, from Patsy? The first one, from Linda. Okay. Oh, um, we, is this... Oh, yeah. Uh, Linda, who had a few questions. Is that the one? Well, what she's really just said is that these are the different options. Yeah, okay. So should she should she redeem her bonus bonds today? Should she redeem them after the September prize draw? 
or after the October prize draw, or perhaps stay in the scheme and be entitled to a share of the remaining reserves after expenses when the scheme is wound up, or is there another option? She's obviously read the uh, the media release pretty carefully. Yes, yeah, and so people can get their money out today if they want to, or they can wait for the September prize draw and probably the October prize draw, which is kind of, if they've been in the scheme anyway and happy with it, I suppose in some ways maybe they might as well wait for another month or two yeah. if they get lucky at the last minute. But then probably after the October draw, although ANZ saying it could be sooner than that, um, they will then say, okay, everybody, everyone who's still in is kind of locked in until we've closed this whole thing down, at which point... We're pretty sure you'll get your money back. The the board is saying, look, we we're pretty sure you're going to get your money back, and you might <laughs> get some extra. <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure. Okay. Well, the way the bond the 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 board the board believes people will get back at least their investment is what they're saying. I think it kind of depends on what the value of the investments that the fund their fund has made, and they can't be certain of that right away. I suppose that's the issue. And the thing is that you might get more. There's, you know, probably a reasonable chance that if you hang in there and wait for mm. a year or so, you'll get extra. So it's kind of, it depends on whether you want to take it a risk or not. And in some ways, people who are in bonus bonds have already said we do quite like taking, well, taking a bit of a gamble, I suppose. You know, we're prepared to accept no interest on our money in exchange for the chance of winning a prize. And so hanging in there for another year is kind of similar to that. But I, there's no way that anybody, I suspect the board of ANZ as well, could know whether hanging about for another year or so is a good deal or not. It's just going to depend how how the value of the, the investments turns out. If she was a real devotee of Mary Holm, she'd redeem half of them now. <laughs> and Jessie, half you of the took end. the words out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. You do half now and half later, and then you know, with at least half of it, you'll be glad with whatever decision you made. But it is, um, you know, it, it, there's no way to know for sure which is going to be best. Okay. And then there's another question, uh, email from. Patsy, I think. Yeah, can you please ask Mary, what's the best thing to do with your bonus bonds now that ANZ are discontinuing them? Oh, yes, well, we've sort of covered that. Sort of have, that, but, yeah. Um, uh, what, I'm, what I reckon is that, you know, you could just put them into bank term deposits, um, ordinary old bank term deposits, or if you like to take a bit of a gamble, you might want to put them into managed funds, which is what we're meant to be talking about this afternoon, into a KiwiSaver fund or a non-KiwiSaver fund. Yeah, actually, Alan, on the risk level. A- Alan's yeah. got an email too which addresses that. He says, please ask Mary which types of managed funds would be best to invest in now that bonus bonds are going to be closed down. Yeah, and so, and so that depends on your tolerance for risk. Um, we've said this many times before that if you can cope with um, more volatility go into the higher risk Kiwi Saver or non similar non Kiwi Saver funds, um, and you should get more money in the long run, but it'll be much more volatile. Uh, okay, um, and that gets us to our topic for today. Yes, which, which originally was could you cope with a worse downturn for Kiwi Saver and other managed funds? The thing that's been worrying me is that the there was a big downturn with COVID on the share markets and in the value. Gosh, I'm getting, my house is getting rained on so hard. Is Can it? you hear that? 
through the phone. No, I don't it know sounds okay. Sounds fine for fine to oh, us. God. But yeah, it's been a bit it's like that in Auckland wet. recently. Yeah, incredibly wet. Uh, it's washing the windows beautifully, which mm-hmm. is great. Um, so, so getting back to you, the COVID recovery was um, was great in a way because it brought people's KiwiSaver balances back up, etc. But it, it worries me because, <coughs> excuse me, because it was so quick that. I think people might have got a bit, you know, oh, well, it's all right. As my, as the share markets go down, my KiwiSaver or my share investments mm. will come back up again quite fast. And sometimes, in fact, they take a few years to come back up again. And a, a recent survey by the Financial Markets Authority on investor confidence shows that quite a lot of people are, 71% were optimistic markets would recover back in May, and in fact they did. And 23% plan to increase their investments or make new new ones within the year. And I'm just, I just want to say to people, look, confidence is great, but next time round, things might not recover nearly as fast as they have this time. Um, in fact, I was just, I've been sort of had a little race in mind when I've been watching to see what's happened to the NZX50, which is the you know the index yeah. of the New Zealand share market versus the MSCI World Share Index, which is the biggest companies all around the world. About half of them, I think, roughly are American, but all the big companies in the world. And they very similar pattern. Both the New Zealand share market and the world market plunged in in late March, and they've come back up again. And just this week, I think it is, the World Index has actually recovered all that it lost, yeah. and the and the New Zealand Index is about a day off doing the same thing. I think they've had a very even even pattern. even the American shares. I mean, every report we get out of America is how the place is basically burning yeah. down, and you, yeah. you look at their share market and they're back to pre-COVID levels. Yes, yes, which is extraordinary. Did you get that um, um, question from Millie that asks that very issue? I just sent that one in. Um, yeah, sorry. You go ahead, yeah. Like. Oh, how come the share market keeps going up when the world economy yeah. is supposedly on the rocks? And since the share market keeps going up, why are businesses complaining so much and wanting more government handouts? Um, yeah. But an attitude from Millie. Yeah, and look, it's an awfully good question that I can't really answer. The, the share market recovery doesn't make a lot of sense. Share markets are often like that. The, the volatility up and down gets quite irrational at times. Um, I mean, I think the the businesses are complaining and want government handouts. Now, that's because they are suffering. But first of all, a lot of them aren't even listed on the share market. They're smaller businesses that are struggling. But even the ones that are listed on the share market, even if the value of their shares is going up, that money is actually going from one share investor to another share investor. They're not newly issued shares, so the money's not going back to the company itself. So I don't. It's not fair to say the companies shouldn't complain. The companies are suffering a lot of them. Um, as for why the share market's come back up as fast as it has, we don't really know, I would say. I mean, you know, there's all kinds of... This bonus bond thing, people are suddenly going to have money they had invested in bonus bonds, and some of them will probably put it into shares or into a managed fund that invests in shares, and that's going to probably buoy the market a little bit. Also, a lot of people, you know, a lot of younger people in particular seem to be getting into shares in New Zealand in the last few months. I don't think 
generally with huge amounts of money. They're doing it through shares even so on. Um, but that, that will help to keep the, the market up. But the worry is it could go back down again with this whole COVID thing. It's, you know, I don't think people should just assume the COVID crash and recovery are a done thing. It's, it's, it's kind of a worry. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, I mean, it's yeah. really hard to predict. Um, now, we've got a couple of minutes left, Mary, so it may be that we leave some questions unanswered today and pick them up another day. But what would you like to yeah. sort of cover in the remaining time? Yeah, um, the the one other thing I just wanted to say is it's not just shares that have um, recovered and brought the the Kiwi Saver funds et cetera back up again. It's also bonds, which and the, and it's quite a complicated reason, but the value of bonds has risen in recent times to do with the fact that interest rates have gone down. It's something you and I've talked about before, but as interest rates go down, the value of older bonds that are already being held by the funds, which are at a higher interest rate, the value of them has gone up. And that has helped the recovery of KiwiSaver and other funds. And the point I want to make about that is that there isn't really room for that to happen again. It's been sort of lucky that's happened, and along with the shares recovering. Um, so suddenly the, the, or the fund values are all going back up again. Next time around, the shares might go down, and they could stay down for quite a lot longer, and we haven't really got room for bonds to, to come to the rescue because there isn't much room for bond interest rates to fall further. I fear I've probably left a lot of people confused here, but so the, <laughs> the main message is um, just because we recovered this stuff doesn't mean that will happen again. We always do recover, so don't. I'm not saying we won't, but there could be more downturns, and they there will be more downturns, and they won't necessarily come back nearly as quickly as they have this time. Mary, thanks so much. You and I will consult and see what's left over um, at the end of this session, but uh, plenty in there for everyone. Thanks so much for your time today. Mary Mary Holman, if you want to look up a particular topic, uh, money-related topic, uh, search our website. We've got podcasts uh, of all Mary's previous conversations on all aspects of your finances and what to do with them.